0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Max Sports. Today, we're going to be jumping into some NFL talk, and specifically, one position that draws a lot of intrigue for me. The running back position is a very confusing one at times. It can be very important for a team, and a team could have an offense built around a run game. However, if you've been following football for the last several years, you have seen the value of of running back slowly diminish over the years. There are a lot of big name free agents coming out this offseason, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, potentially cap casualties that we'll talk about as well. I kind of want to discuss what could be the future of these players because so many of them will actually be available this offseason. Let's get started. The big problem across the NFL when it comes to signing running backs, especially in free agencies, you don't necessarily know the shelf life left on a player for the most part. In such a physically demanding position on the field, taking huge hits, mostly from bigger people, several times throughout a game, whether it's blocking or running, the running back has a very short career most, like, uh, most of the time. And so that leaves a lot of times big name players like Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler without jobs in the offseason. Now some of these guys have been able to get franchise tagged to just kind of kick the can down the road. If you don't know what a franchise tag is, um, I explained it in my previous episode talking about t higgins getting franchise tagged it's pretty much just a one year we'll give you a percentage of what the top end players in your position are making and then we'll talk about negotiating a contract one year from now and um, unfortunately a lot of players in the running back market don't like it because in all honesty i understand where they're coming from but because you're in such a a high uh, uh highly violent position your chances of having a really bad injury or injuries just piling up and you're not really the same player anymore increase. And with that increase, you kind of want some protection in case that happens to you. You don't want to play on a one-year deal, blow your knee out and never be able to step on the field again. Now, some people might be saying that this is an overly blown thing. A player's worth the money that they're given, but I give you a couple examples here. Derrick Henry, one of the most well-known running backs currently in the NFL, Did you know Derek Henry, the guy who's stiff-armed everyone to oblivion, is actually older than the former star running back that has faded off into existence in Todd Gurley. Those who don't remember Todd Gurley, he was on the Rams, uh, not last Super Bowl run, but two Super Bowls ago when they had Jared Goff and Brandon Cooks and all of those players. Um, He was... Honestly, the focal point of the team, the run game ran through Todd Gurley, and that set up big plays through the air. Where has Todd Gurley been in years? He's not in the league anymore, yet he's younger than some of the established stars in the game today. You never know when someone, especially at this position, is going to start falling off a cliff. It happens all the time. You see big name free agents get signed to teams, and they're never the same again. And especially in the running back market, you don't really want to hand out $15 million to a guy who may only play four to 10 games in a season. You want a guy who can play every game. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't when it comes to free agents. Perfect example for me, I saw my Lions go out and snatch up David Montgomery from the Bears, and he was a very, very good running back. And I think the balance between him being a little bit more of a physical running back and then Jameer Gibbs, their draft pick, created one of the most dynamic uh, running offenses I've seen in recent years, probably since like the um, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. Honestly, that's kind of what it reminded me of when they both played for the Saints. So sometimes it works, and then sometimes it does not. There are a lot of big names, though, that we could talk about on what they could really be moving forward? Will they stay with their teams? What could it mean for them? Or what teams would they be a really good fit for? And the first one we really got to talk about is Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a player that has battled with injuries throughout his entire career. However, he has had about three complete seasons so far in his uh, six-year career. And in those seasons where he can stay healthy, man, he it really shows the difference he can bring to a team perfect example. One of his best career seasons was when he was able to help the New York Giants get to the divisional round of the playoffs just two seasons ago. He's been a very important piece for this team. And remember, the Giants, um, not traded up, but drafted him second overall when he was a rookie. He was a big investment of their team, and he has been a very big piece on their offense. I think Saquon Barkley is in a position, though, where it's kind of weird. I don't think the Giants necessarily want to pay him what he is worth according to the salary projections. However, I do think he's worth it based on what he does to their offense. The running threat, the passing threat, I think he's the most important weapon on the Giants team. And I say that knowing that usually tight ends and receivers seem to have a little bit more value. Giants really don't have a star receiver or a tight end right now. And so I really think the big piece of it was Saquon Barkley. He's the big piece of their offense. He's the X factor player you got to watch out for. However, I don't think the Giants want to lock in a ton of money to a running back who is 27 years old. He probably would want would like three to four years of a deal. They've just kind of been doing what you've been hearing previously, franchise tagging. Kick the can down the road, we'll give you a one-year deal. And the running backs, they don't necessarily like that. It was believed that Saquon Barkley was actually going to sit out if he wasn't going to get the deal he wanted last season. So, we have a very versatile player here. I think we have one of the best running backs uh, currently on the market when it comes to free agency. And we don't really know how desired he is by the Giants. So, to start things off, I do think he's important for them. I don't think Daniel Jones is a great quarterback. I don't think he has a great deep ball. And personally, I, I think the best weapon to them would be having someone like Saquon Barkley, a guy that he can just dink the ball down to for three-yard passes that could go to the house on any single play. However, I understand that they don't really want to commit to an injury-prone running back. So where could Saquon Barkley go if he leaves the Giants? This is one of the best situations I could personally see for Saquon. The Los Angeles Chargers. Why is that? Well, think of the coach first. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is a gritty, run the ball down the field type of coach. Look at his tape at Michigan. They didn't do anything that they didn't want to do. Until you stopped their run game, they wouldn't really pass it at all. They won the national championship last season, and I swear J.J. McCarthy, their quarterback, threw like eight passes. They run the ball extremely well. And what would be better for a team Like the Chargers, a team that has struggled with running. I know they have Austin Eckler, who's a a really good weapon, but this is an upgrade here. Saquon Barkley, the burst speed, the bigger size. He can play a run block. He can run block, he can receive, he can he, he can rush. I love a fit like that with him in the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert would make him an even better player as well. And I think that offense would really look smooth with all those receiving weapons like Keenan Allen um, and Quinton Johnston. And then you got someone like Saquon coming out of the backfield. That would be a scary dynamic offense. And especially, again, if Saquon wants to get some big numbers, a Jim Harbaugh offense would be a perfect fit for him. Let's talk about some other names here. These are Pro Bowl caliber players, in my opinion, and this is not necessarily guaranteeing they will be gone, but we really have to question what could be the future with some of these people. Uh, Derrick Henry. It's believed that Derrick Henry is not going to be returning with the Titans, and I think there are a couple big fits that he really would work in. First, Baltimore. Baltimore, that, that running style offense, I mean, Derrick Henry, he is a little bit older, but Remember, they have Lamar Jackson. They have a running quarterback. They might be able to split touches and use Derrick Henry to get the most out of him without pushing him over the limit and potentially having him injured. When it comes to other places I could see, there are two NFC East teams, first being the Philadelphia Eagles, second being the Dallas Cowboys. We'll start with Philly. I think the Eagles is, uh, would be a great fit for Henry. I even said this around the trade deadline when it was believed that Derrick Henry could be on the market. I like DeAndre Swift, and I don't necessarily know if he'll be coming back to Philly. They did invest draft capital in him, but I think that when it comes to between the tackle running, people that can really move the chains, Derrick Henry, especially in short yardage situations. We know what they did with like the Philly special. I think that short yardage situations, people overlook it at times. People love the long ball. It's really popular. At the end of the day, though, being able to complete third downs, being able to push the ball into the end zone, that's going to be really important. And what do you do on a read option when you're handing the ball off to Derrick Henry or Jalen Hurts is going to keep the ball and run? That sounds terrifying if I'm a defensive coordinator. Now, on this list, we have a couple people who could be cap casualties. Um, Aaron Jones on the Packers. He's a very skilled running back, but he may be looking for a long term deal with Green Bay. And, and Nick Chubb. The big question with Nick Chubb is he's coming off of a serious, gruesome knee injury. For those who didn't see his knee injury versus Pittsburgh in like week three, you're lucky. Unfortunately, I saw it, it was not pretty. I don't know if Nick Chubb is going to be coming back to Cleveland. I don't know where he'll necessarily fit in with the team. It sounds like Cleveland's interested in him. It'll be an interesting situation to see what happens, though. I don't know if there's a guarantee that he comes back with Cleveland, and I don't know if there's really a team that that would pay him serious high-end running back money. As for Aaron Jones that I mentioned earlier, I think he is one of the most underrated running backs in all of football. Why do I say that? Look at the Packers' season this year. They really struggled early on. They were battling with some injuries. They had some inexperienced uh, players starting out there. But I think the biggest change that happened in the Packers' season when they caught fire and went all the way to the divisional round in the playoffs, it was Aaron Jones getting back to full strength. He started the season injured. He didn't play in some of the the games that were lost. As a perfect example, the Lions came into – Lambeau Field and blew the doors off of the Packers. However, second half of the season, it was an exact opposite. Aaron Jones came in, they were running the ball all over Detroit and blew the Lions out in their home stadium. I think that he is a key piece that must be retained for the Packers, especially knowing that while they have been gaining experience over the last couple of years, their majority of their weapons, receivers, tight ends, are third year and under players. There are a lot of young players there. Aaron Jones is one of the most experienced players on their offense. He's very important. I think he should stay there. Let's talk about some other big names coming out here. Austin Eckler with the Chargers. I think Austin Eckler might be done in LA. It seems that he might have been looking for a bigger long-term deal last season. However, some injuries cost him to miss games. And unfortunately... You're not going to really get a long-term deal being an almost 30-year-old running back and uh, missing uh, several games last season. He's very skilled. He's a great fantasy player if you love fantasy football, but I don't necessarily know where he would go outside of the Chargers. Here are some names in mind that I might be able to see the Chiefs. I think Eckler on the Chiefs would be disgustingly good. A receiving running back who's shifty, can break tackles, that would be nightmare fuel for a team that already has to worry about guarding Mahomes in the pocket. I could totally see Eckler being there, and I think it would be a pretty solid fit. If he wants to try and go get a ring, that might be his best situation, and I think he would be one of the best free agent pieces they could bring in. When it comes to Josh Jacobs, the former rushing leader just two seasons ago, he had kind of a mixed bag of a season as well. Not a great season, not a terrible season, but what's really happening since his breakout year? I think that he's going to have to convince a team that his rushing season, where he led the entire league, wasn't a fluke. I think he'll have to prove that, and whether it's still with the Raiders or whether it's joining another team next year, that's going to be the big question. I don't. At this point, I'm not going to throw around teams that I think I know Josh Jacobs would go to because I haven't heard anything. I haven't really seen anything, and um, I'm not. I, I could see him staying with with the Raiders, honestly, but I'm not going to be throwing something around saying I know if, until I do. Um, When it comes to other names, DeAndre Swift, we talked about the Eagles. Will they keep him? I think there is a solid chance that they may end up keeping him, mainly due to the fact that they gave up draft capital for him. I find it hard that they would trade a third-round pick for a running back if they are not going to keep him as an asset. He's still fairly young. The big problem with him, though, in Detroit was durability. He hasn't really had any injury problems in Philly. I think he's also grown as a player as well. He ran through the tackles a lot more. The biggest thing that would piss me off as a Lions fan is when he would cut out uh, on a run that was supposed to go up the middle uh, just because he didn't want to run between the tackles, and then our offensive line gets a holding call because they don't know where, where the hell their running back is. I think he's changed up on that. I think he's gotten a lot better at running between the tackles, and I think he's improved a lot. Um, there's some names that also could be cap casualties when it comes to this off season. guys that could be cut for salary reasons I think a big name could be Joe Mixon the Bengals running back again a very solid running back he's, he's pretty good we like Joe Mixon he's made some big plays he, he helped the Bengals get to a Super Bowl however as that team gets more expensive will they keep an aging running back that's going to be a tough ask for a team that already used their franchise tag on T. Higgins. Usually a franchise tag could be used on a running back so they can milk one more good year out of him. Then when the wheels fall off, they decide to move on from him. They can't do that with Mixon. They either got to sign him to a deal, they're going to have to let him walk. I think that there are plenty of options where they can still upgrade at the position or keep similar uh, production from that position and not have to sign Joe Mixon to a long-term deal. Another one that could be interesting is Alvin Kamara. He's still on the Saints, of course, but a cap, uh, being able to cut him could be very important. The Saints are going to be able to do absolutely nothing in free agency this year due to the fact that they have cap hell. All those years with Drew Brees in the later years where they were just signing players, keeping them for years to try and keep something going, that really caught up with them. And they are, are going to have no way whatsoever of being able to sign big names. Moving on from Kamara could be a big move for them. Other guys who have a chance to be high-end backups or maybe starters on certain teams, we got Devin Singletary, the running back for the Texans, and Tony Pollard for the Cowboys. Personally, for me, I think Tony Pollard could be one of the better signings in free agency. He's still younger. He's still uh, very... Quick, He's very dynamic. He can run, he can catch, and he's got the big explosive uh, capabilities. I don't think that he's necessarily a starting level running back where he needs to be getting 30 touches a game, but I think he'll be fully recovered from his injury just two seasons ago, um, and I think he could be a very dangerous weapon in any team's backfield going into next year. As for Devin Singletary, he's an interesting one. He joined the Texans and eventually became their feature running back last year. He had career high uh, carries and touches. The only thing for me is I don't think he's going to be a high end running back. He doesn't have the uh, huge big playability. He's not a guy that can take the ball to the house on every single play. Um, He's solid. He's very careful with the ball. And I think he does deserve more credit. He's he's a very underrated player, but I don't know if he's someone that I would lock up to a long-term free agent deal. And so those are some of the biggest names around the NFL. Yeah, there's other guys who are going to be free agents, but again, those are the biggest running backs. Where do you think some of these big name guys are going to go? Because again, The demand for the position has not been as big as it has in recent years. Remember, a lot of these guys, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley, all were trying to hold out for contract extensions last year. And uh, going into training camp, they really realized that there was nobody else that would accept them. And so they had to sign one-year deals to stay. It'll be interesting to see what happens with these free agents moving forward. There's a lot of big names. It'll be interesting to see who moves where. Thank you all for listening today. My name is Max. This has been Max Sports. I appreciate everyone that is listening and enjoying these episodes. I will see you another day. Adios.